This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. It's almost black. Kind You're of. almost back in black. Almost, but not quite. No. Uh, hey, it is uh, the Pat and Stu Show. Back on for the first time in, uh, what, 16 weeks? Something like that? Something like that. It's been a long time. It's, it's been, been a while. Episode. Doing the show with Jeff yesterday um, really made me miss it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll bet. I'll bet. So it was, it was uh, Fat and Stu yesterday. It was Fat and Stu yesterday. In fact, okay. is the sign still? Oh, yeah, it still says it. It's yeah. still up there. Okay. Cool. Fat and Stu sign. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, Jeffy was here yesterday, um, mm-hmm. and we kind of kind of let him know before this show started, eh, not really required anymore. You know? Yeah. Eh, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, I mean, it's easy just... To, yeah, just I know, just I know it's easy, but I'm just thinking, you know, maybe... Don't need it. Maybe not. You know? Maybe not. <laughs> In fact, are you thinking for sure not? Yeah, I was thinking... Yeah, uh, kind of for sure. Let's switch it up, and uh, you will not be here today. <laughs> but uh, it's nice to be back doing the show with you, Pat. It is nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's great. Yesterday I was in uh, 64 degree weather in uh, Seattle, Washington. So nice, it was awesome. And now uh, not. Well, in you should like 64 degree weather. <laughs> yes. Well, in here you are. Well, in it's here, approximately 64. It might be even less than that in I here think right the, now. Well, the temperature however. the temperature reads 64, I think, in this room, but it's really not. Look how big this room is. It's big. My God, yeah. there's no way. That's not how thermometers work. Well, yeah, no, I know it's 64 at the thermometer. Is there a thermometer where we're standing? No. What you discovered, though, when you moved to Texas is that the sun <laughs> is three miles above Texas. Yeah, people don't realize It's that. three miles. Much closer. It's, it's 90, like 93 million elsewhere, but it's three miles away from Texas. Yeah, my understanding is so, Earth is oblong. Yes. Uh, and so yeah. Texas just so kind of stays damn real close, tight. Man. We're just really <laughs> dang Yeah, you hate this weather. This is the time. I hate it. I love it. I am counting the days until summer's over. I just I can't stand. Well, if it. you count for the next five days, I mean, we're, we've got that uh, we've got that <sighs> hovering above us. It would be about 107 uh, real real time heat by Sunday. So you'd be good. Good. Feels good, like it'd good. be about yeah, what, 115 you. or so. You'd be good. Thank yeah, I'm fine you. with it. Bring it on. Keep keep it coming. <laughs> Sucks. I mean, I, I mean, I would like it to be more like 90. To be awful. honest, I mean, 107's yeah. a little tight, a little high, but uh, mm. yeah, I'm fine with 90. 85, 90 is perfect. Awful. But 95, I agree with totally that fine with. Yeah. I, actually, at this point, I, because, being in Texas for a few years, 90 degrees, it's a little cool for the pool. 
I'll be honest. It's, it's a little cool to go in the pool. Yeah, if you, you want know? your pool hot tub warm, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, I want. It really needs to be at least ninety-five for me to be comfortable. You want that refreshing pool. hundred and two degree heat? Yes, you get did. That, that is refreshing. That's, that's one refreshing. thing. I lived in Florida for quite a while, and I never saw the one thing they do here in Texas is that during the summer. <laughs> For the pools, they have ice delivered, the big yeah. blocks of ice to mm. put in your pool. Yeah, you dump cool in there down. to cool it off a little bit. I've never seen that before. That's yeah. a good. That's a. I mean, it works a little bit, barely. Oh, really? For a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's. I mean, it's just hot. <laughs> there's just no. <laughs> yeah. No way. Just Africa hot, and there's no way around it. Yes, it's true, and I would, uh, in a million years, never trade what we have here for what we had up north, which was you stay inside for six months because it's 12 degrees. Nah, I, no. I'll take that every day. Never. Every day, all day. Hmm. Uh, but here we are. Uh, it is summer, and uh, we're still, uh, what, 16 months away from the uh, presidential race, or the actual vote, anyway, the general election. And yet, we've already got our first debate tomorrow night. Yeah, that's really, I think, the mm -hmm. official kickoff to the election cycle, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's really the it first is. thing that's happening. Yeah. You've had a lot of people talking about stuff. You've had a lot of people talking about, you know, donations and how much they raised and who's getting into the race. But the real official start is this first debate. Yeah, and of the 97 candidates, only 73 of them are allowed into this debate on Fox News tomorrow night. Uh, and there's, It's about there's, right. Yeah. There's actually 17, and 10 of them are in. And it's the top 10 from a, an average, apparently, of polls from Bloomberg, CBS, Fox, Monmouth University, Quinnipiac, and uh, well, that's it. That's five. So those five polls, then the average, and the top 10 get in. The top 10 are, of course, Donald Trump, uh, Jeb Bush, Scott Walker, Mike Huckabee, Ben Carson, Ted Cruz. So Cruz got in there, fortunately. Rubio, uh, Rand Paul. Chris Christie, and a surprise entry, uh, John Kasich. Yeah, really the only surprise was Kasich instead of Perry, which I would say is a, mm. is a surprise. I mean, I would have really liked to see Jindal and Perry in there. I would have loved to you see know. Jindal in there. I, I think Christie should be in there because he's, mm. you know, even though I don't like him, um, you know, there's plenty of people, obviously, I don't, I would like to be out of there because I don't mm -hmm. think they're good candidates. But as far as, like, you know, Huckabee, whether they deserve to be instance. in there. Yeah, Huckabee. Like, yeah, it's I don't know. Does Huckabee, you notice the two guys that are formally on Fox News are both in the Fox News debate, hmm. Huckabee hmm. and Kasich. Uh, I'm sure that's that a just, a just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. Well, Ka I mean, Huckabee has performed well enough in the polls that he has to be. Has I mean, he's he really, been, though? Because yeah, I've been seen him fifth or sixth in most of these polls. <sighs> um, I can give you the, uh, I have the real clear politics average actually right up here, so I can give you a quick. Uh, Don't try to come to us with facts. So no, he's, so that's what he's going to try to we're do. We're telling you the conspiracy gonna, theory yeah, right. that I'm they're up because you. they were Wait, on Fox and right. now they're in the Fox debate. I'm telling you, if Bill O'Reilly all of a sudden mentioned that he was going to run for president, he'd be in this debate. No matter that's what, what the poll you. numbers were. Right. That's what I'm telling you. If who did? If Bill O'Reilly <laughs> announced he's running for president, he'd be in this debate He'd probably night. be in first place, so yes, you're right, he would. <laughs> That's not the point. I would certainly vote for him over Donald Trump. Oh, my uh, gosh, you know, yes. About most of these candidates. Um, but here is, here's the, the actual, mm -hmm. when you go by polls, this is what you have. One Trump, two Bush, three Scott Walker, mm -hmm. four and uh, fourth, tied for fourth, Huckabee and Carson. Then uh, Carson is the head of Cruz. Six is Cruz. I mean, we're talking I know. tenths I, I of a point, though. I mean, we're talking I tenths of a point. Still, I can't take it. Um, Rubio is next. Then Paul, Christie, Kasich. Then Perry Santorum, <laughs> Jindal, Fiorina, Graham, and Jim Gilcrestmore, uh, who uh, Moreland. 
Jim, Jim Gilcrest Moreland, uh, who is at zero percent. They talked about that. We did this study. We kind of outlined it here yesterday, where they did um, how many minutes of media were mm-hmm. eaten up by uh, the candidates. Of course, Trump was one at like 122 minutes. Number two was Jeb Bush at 72 minutes. Mm-hmm. Number three, Chris Christie, at 28 minutes. Wow. Then after that, no one, no one was over mm-hmm. 20. So it was 112, 72, 28. Jeez. No one else over 20. Um, so the top three. Christie, Bush, Trump, 70% of all coverage. But Jim Gilcrest Moreland was zero seconds. That was the end. It just had zero seconds. They spent no time on him. No, they didn't even say he got in. Um, Now, Ben Carson, this is the kind of thing I brought up on Ben Carson, is Ben Carson only got 74 seconds of media Mm. coverage. He's in fourth place. Yeah. And that's really unfair. Cruz was, you know, middle of the pack where his polling was. I mean, you know. With the exception of, of Christie, who got way more than his polling, and Carson, who got way less, you know, they were kind of in the order of polling, at least, even though Trump and Bush were ridiculously far ahead of everybody else. Mm. I mean, th- what the media wants really badly is Trump versus Bush. Because what it gives you is, A, uh, uh, either Donald Trump in the general election, where he has absolutely no, no chance. chance. No chance. He has, his negatives are so far crazily off the board. Even in the Republican Party, they're bad. Yeah. When you go independents and, and, uh, and you know, moderates and liberals, I mean, he, he had absolutely no chance in the, in, the, in the general. But beyond that, Jeb Bush is also an incredibly highly damaged product. So if you get mm. Trump versus Bush, mm. there's almost no way a Republican can win the election, which is and, something, of course, the media desires deeply. And he's now... I mean, consistently, week after week now, has held the number one position for Trump a lot longer than I thought he would. Yeah, yeah, three weeks. And oh, no, he has not held the number actually, one for three weeks. It's, it's less actually than that. increased, though, has it not? Has it has increased. Percentage increased. It has. Um, it's up to twenty-six percent to fifteen percent for Bush. Yeah, he was right? first in first place for the first time on July twentieth. So what's that? Two weeks ago? A little over two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, about three, he cracked 10% for the mm-hmm. first time three weeks ago. So this, while it feels like 694,000 it years, it it's been three weeks. We brought this up yesterday. In July 2007, first place, Fred Thompson at 25%. Tied with him, Rudy Giuliani at 25%. Okay. Then third place, Mitt Romney with 12%. Remember, he didn't win that one. That was, he finished second in that election. Mm-hmm. And in fourth place, John McCain with 11%. It's really interesting. I, you know, I, we, we were on vacation last week, and I think, I can't remember if I was on the plane or if we were on a ferry boat ride where it, when I heard these two people in front of me talking about the upcoming election. Oh, yeah. They were sitting in a seat right ahead of me and talking, you know, out loud so I could hear it. And uh, so the woman asked the man, uh, so who do you like? Who do you like for president? And he said, oh, Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, good golly, please, someone help me with this. And and I thought, okay, let's hear the explanation. And she says, really? And he said, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, he might be, uh, he might be egotistical, but I think that's what we need in a president right now. Wait, see, wait. Okay, so you're voting for him because he's an egomaniac. <laughs> Well, we've done that the last <laughs> well, two we, elections. we got an egomaniac yeah. in the Oval Office sure right do. now, mm-hmm. and you're going to vote for a guy because he's an egomaniac. Hmm. Interesting logic. It's interesting. Really, do, I mean, do it's you think that. about what you're... Do you, have you heard yourself speak those words? Right. It's so 
stupid. <laughs> I can't even get my head around it. And when you told him that, he said what to you? I did. You know what? I resisted. <laughs> really? I resisted wow. the urge. You really were on vacation. Yeah, I really was. Uh, yeah, Glenn keeps bringing up that we, you know, we shouldn't d divide the audience and and you know talk about. It. We talked about it on the air today, and, and I, there's something to that. Obviously, we talked uh, about it before you came back. It's how difficult it is to do talk radio during a primary because yeah. everything you say. You're First of all, be pissing you, off they're somebody. coming to you for what you believe is the truth. Yeah. That's why we do the show. Yeah. If we sit here and lie to you, then you, you know there's no reason to listen. Mm -hmm. But when we tell you the truth and it's your guy that gets affected, people don't like that. There's not yeah. a lot of people who show up every day and say, well, I'm a big Hillary Clinton supporter. I can't believe they're saying something bad about Hillary Clinton. Therefore, I'm not listening. But there are people who are Trump supporters that turn on their show and, and, and don't want to hear mm -hmm. us bash Trump. You know, I, I don't. I mean, there are certainly different ways to go about it, and I, and I guess that's what you focus on. But it's 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 an it's unbelievable to me to do what feels like coddling the audience, saying it's okay that you don't listen to the policies. It's okay that all you're doing is reacting with anger. It's okay that you're not listening to what the man says. It's okay that you just feel like he's connecting to something, which is saying something which isn't anything that you normally agree with. But it's okay that you're supporting him. I'm going to make you feel good about that choice and then not sit here and berate you over it. It's mm -hmm. very difficult for me. It's hard. Because it's, this, mm -hmm. I expect so much more from this audience. Mm -hmm. An audience that is, sits here and dissects 2,000 page healthcare bills. And I'm supposed to just be like, oh, well, you're upset. Go ahead and vote for the worst Republican that could ever be in a field. Mm -hmm. A guy who, as I pointed out in the air the other day, take a name of any Republican in the, that you could think of, John Boehner, John, John McCain, Mitch McConnell, write it down on a piece of paper, look at that piece of paper and realize the name you have written down is more conservative than Donald Trump. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you've written down. They're all more conservative than Donald Trump. All of them. And that is, that's why I oppose him. Now, the fact that he can't speak is a whole other situation that is infuriating. The fact that, you know, the idea that a guy who has his main spokesperson come to the table with, hey, you can't rape your spouse. How is that going to play out in a war on women election? You let me know when he's going up against the first female president. And you I, let me know how that plays out. Go ahead. I keep hearing how brilliant he is. And yet, Where is the evidence of this? I don't know. He's very inarticulate. Watch him trying to explain on Fox News or not even trying to Yeah, explain. trying not to He's explain. trying not to explain his theory on... Uh, or his policy on building a wall between us and Mexico. How are you going to make the Mexicans pay? How? How are you going to do it? They're going to want you to be specific. <laughs> so simple. Are you ready to so do that? So simple. So simple. I'm totally ready to do that. You know, the okay. Great Wall of China, built a long time ago, uh -huh. is 13,000 miles. I mean, you're talking about and big what does stuff. That have to do with uh, we're talking about <laughs> peanuts by comparison to that. Mexico will pay for the wall. What? I will make sure it gets done properly. But and how? Not, how know, is Mexico? What are you going to do to Nieto? What are you going to say to him? Hey, Bill. you have to pay this for country. the wall to the two to two billion dollars he's gonna say hey bill, forget it bill bill, bill bill they're making a fortune mexico is making a fortune in the united states it's becoming the new china in terms of trade they're killing us at the border i have a lot of respect for mexico i have 
hundreds, actually thousands of Mexicans that have worked for me over the years and now. Mm -hmm. The fact is that Many Mexico, illegals, by the way. terrific people and really smart leadership, mm -hmm. and they're killing our leadership because they're sharper, they're more cunning. All right, they you know said what that before, doing, but you still not telling me how you're going to make Nieto pay Bill. for the wall. How? Bill, Bill. it's simple. On, Bill. It's they're simple. taking in billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> they're building the Ford company, uh -huh. Ford Motor Company. So you're going to stop all that trade with them? Dollar no, I'm going to say Mexico. Guess what? what? This is not going to continue. You're going to pay for the wall. And I've said they're going to pay for the wall, Whoa. and they will pay for the wall. So I'm, going to, I'm going to say it's not going to continue. You're going to pay for the wall, and then they pay for the wall. I'm it's going to tell them to pay for the wall, and they're going to pay for the wall. Do you remember? Do you not that remember? Is simple. If you're a Trump guy, do you not remember mocking Barack yeah, Obama for saying he was going to, with his own will? make all these things happen yep. around the world. Yep. All the people around the world were going to like us and do all these wonderful things for us because he was so convincing he was going to get it done. Remember yep. that whole thing? Remember how you mocked it? That's the At least he, Barack Obama had policy recommendations behind it. Trump's just saying it and acting as if you're supposed to believe him, and you are. At least a very few of them. I got to say, in this audience, the, the numbers are not that high. But I, talking specifically to Trump supporters, it's like, this is, it's like, Take Barack Obama's arguments, divide them by 70, and that's what Donald Trump is doing. Yeah, that's how what, bad this is. What about the Great Wall of China? A lo it was a long time ago. He did bring that up. 13,000 miles. Yeah. What about that? Okay. Well, that's not a point. It was huge. What you're saying isn't a thing. What, you, no. You're what I'm saying, saying it's, it's Stu. <laughs> Stu, it's simple. What about the Great Wall of China? It was built by slaves, Pat. <laughs> that's, if you so? want to bring back slavery, Good. then yes, we could probably okay. get the thing built. I'm going to say to them, like, like China said to Mongolia, hey, you're going to build a wall because I want you to. No, it's not. No, China, you got all this money coming in from the chicken that you guys do, no, the Mongolian chicken. That's not. So you can pay for the wall. That's not what happened, Pat. They, that's they what built happened. it with slaves, Chinese. They built 13,000 miles. miles. That's peanuts to what we have peanuts. here. Peanuts. I just, I, I mean, and it's at the point of there's just no there's logical no argument that can break to, through, which is, by, by the way, why we did the whole, uh, Pat and I did when we were on radio uh, before Glenn came back, was doing the 48-hour uh, Trump ban. Right. Because right. it's just, there's no point. You sit here and you talk about these things. The people mm -hmm. who like Trump still never like listen. Him. No, They don't care. They don't care about conservative no. policies. Obviously, if you want conservative policies, you don't go to Donald Trump, obviously. It's, I mean, it's so very reminiscent of the Ron Paul supporters. You, no matter what you said about Ron Paul, no matter what you said about his foreign policy, no matter what you played, what sound clip you played from him shortly after 9-11, yeah. they didn't care. Well, the they did not care. The dedication is similar. At least, though, there was an ideology behind that's, Ron Paul. That's true. I mean, Ron that's Paul, true. like, you, you, what we would say, look, we disagree with this foreign policy, and they would say, we agree with this foreign policy. Yeah. Here, you say, Donald Trump supports these liberal things. They say, I don't support that, but he's saying things that other people <laughs> won't say. Yeah. It's like, well, I, how deal. do you? That's nothing. What you're, what you're saying is, I like loud people. As you said on the on the boat, uh, Pat, so I like vote people for who Sam are Tennyson. Right, yeah. <laughs> that freaking guy was really loud. <laughs> All right, and you didn't you didn't right blow now. out your voice vocal cords. That too, probably right. won't happen. Right now, though, what is happening is that you can get a 72-hour emergency kit from My Patriot Supply, and it's for ten bucks. Yeah, it I is. I mean, ten dollars. This deal is only available if you call 801. This is a new phone number, so write it down. 801-478-800. Yeah, 801. No, you're not calling Utah. No. Well, you might be, but it's <laughs> uh, this is a toll-free number. 
800-478-8061. My Patriot Supply can only bring this back for a short time because this is a, well, it's a ridiculous deal. Let's face it. It's, it's a deal they shouldn't even be making. And the food is... And yet they are. <laughs> the food is uh, easy to store. Delicious. And it's actually good. Yeah. So it's, it's just really kind good. of a nice thing instead of, you know, wheat. That you do like wheat stocks it and you're growing yourself. It's not going to work out that well. But so. here's the thing. If I pay you the 10 bucks, then I'm going to have to pay like $35 for shipping Ooh, and handling. Yeah, close. That's what sucks. It's, shipping's going to be free. Wait, what? Uh, it's going to be free. Huh. Uh, get your 72-hour kit, only 10 bucks. This is mm. something that helps protect your family from natural disasters or terrorist attacks or anything uh, that can, uh, you know, uh, interrupt the food supply or interrupt mm. your travel for for a certain amount of time. Uh, 72-hour kit. It's an easy first step into preparation. Includes shipping today for 10 bucks. Call 800-478-8061. That's 800-478-8061. Call now. It's my Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom. What about the Great Wall of China, though? Yeah, yeah that's what true. about that? Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. What the wall between us and China will be made of? Because if it's a stone wall, you know, like a, one of those really nice looking mm-hmm. stone walls that they put around really nice neighborhoods. I'm in favor of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm in favor of it because it looks really nice. And look, Great Wall of China, 13,000 miles. This is it's, only. It's old. This is how he's going to. This is only 1,600. He's still. This is still the sophisticated part of the Trump campaign. At some point, he's just going to be saying, Great Wall, old China. Wall, get it done, win. If he says spoons, I'm it. suing. <laughs> he may start doing that at some point. Uh, I, I, I think actually I would not be surprised to see him in the debate uh, tell us that the wall will be made of kryptonite. Uh, he, and when someone asks there's no mm-hmm. such thing as kryptonite, I'll find it. I'll get it done. I get things done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's no such thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll find it. That's the trouble with you people over there. You don't get things done. I do. Yeah. I know how to do it. And how, Don? You, you know how, how to do, do things that things don't exist? All like, right. I don't know. You, you bribe officials. You, uh, and you take uh, people's houses when they, they live in them. Sure. And then you build giant parking lots in their place uh, because you've used big government to take the properties. What a wonderful path to getting things done. I hope we can respect that and come together as conservatives to understand how wonderful that is. Did you read the story about the 92-year-old woman who has never registered to vote? She's never voted in her entire life. She's just registered to vote. And who does she plan to vote for? Donald Trump. He's the one. Who inspired this 92-year-old woman? She's not been inspired to vote for anybody else. Wow! In 92 years, 
until now. Well, I mean, you could make a point that there's never been a political philosophy so mm-hmm. incoherent as Donald Trump's. Maybe she yeah. was just, there's just a few people out there who actually believe the mishmash of ideas that he's proposed Maybe. and gone back and forth on so many times. Maybe. Uh, perhaps that's there. But I mean, I guess we should, you know, there are other horrible politicians out there that we could talk about, like, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, who uh, is only under, in the middle of an FBI investigation with her email. I actually heard somebody, uh, you know, talking about Jeb. It was a Jeb Bush supporter and a Hillary Clinton supporter on uh, CNN or something this morning, and they're of course fighting. And, and you know, the Jeb Bush, I guess, said, said something. He made a mistake about Planned Parenthood. Did you hear this? He said something to the effect of, uh, you know, I don't know if we need a half billion dollars for women's health. I mean, uh, you know, and of course, what he seemingly what he meant. Although when I heard it in context, he did seemingly sort of mean uh, what Hillary was accusing him of. But basically, he was saying like, we need to cut the Planned Parenthood funding, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's what he said, uh, you know, afterwards. And uh, and the Clinton, you know, person was saying, oh, I can't. This is a huge scandal. It's a huge scandal. And the, the Jeb Bush person goes on, your candidate is under an FBI investigation. <laughs> the Did they FBI, really? Well, yeah, basically. Nice. I mean, it was, uh, that is nice. And yeah. how they respond to that. No. Oh, look, uh, Jeb Bush, women's health, uh, you know, talking, <laughs> talking point, uh, argue over each other. Chris Cuomo steps in and says something incoherent, and then they go to break. Uh, it was not good. But it was, like, it was a funny thing. You can't, as great. Clinton, you're in the middle of so many things right now. You can't oh. criticize other candidates for this stuff. Yeah. Or at least you shouldn't. She right. still manages to. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's not doing well in New Hampshire, which is one of the first. Is it the first? Or it is it Iowa? Iowa, then New Hampshire. Iowa, then New Hampshire. It's the second one. And, I mean, this, to me, is not that big in on, on the drudge. It's a shock poll. Everything's a shock poll. This is not a shock because it, it's a neighboring state to where Bernie Sanders lives. So I don't know how shocking it is that in New Hampshire he's six points behind Hillary. So is that shocking? Eh, maybe because he's cut the margin down quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, he's still six points down in a neighboring state. He, and as we've talked about before, he may win Iowa and New Hampshire and then lose every other race. I don't know. Yeah, that, that is uh, that's a possibility. Talked about. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think he's going to do either. I don't either. I don't think he's going to actually wind up winning. But still, I mean, it's interesting that she, it just shows how bad her candidacy is. I mean, Bernie Sanders, by all, by all rights, should be at 0%. Maybe he's at 1%. He, should be not, he shouldn't be challenging anybody. He's terrible. Mm. He's an admitted socialist who's in his 70s and is not even a good communicator. It's not like he's this dynamic personality. He's, he looks like an old, crazy professor. Uh, so to see, how, you know... I think there's a pushback in saying, like, look, are we really just going to hand this to Clinton? Um, I think there's that pushback. But the honest thing is, if she comes in and loses both of those states, things can change. But my guess is, if he's able to pull off New Hampshire, exactly, people will say exactly what you just said. It's a neighboring state. It's one state. And then the next one up is going to be South Carolina, where she's going to win easily. Now, if another person gets in the race, this... This changes because if Joe Biden gets in the race and knocks her down another 10 or 12, 15, 20 percent and, you know, instead it's a really tight three way race here. Stranger things can happen. You can I'm see riding Biden with winning. Biden. Oh, yeah. Got to tell you. So if I'm riding Biden with Biden gets in with your riding with Biden bumper mm-hmm. sticker, mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm sure he would love, by mm-hmm. the way, riding with Biden. Yes, he would. Um, he may have that tattooed already. Um, does Al Gore jump in? No. 
Al Gore only jumps in if, just if it's Hillary and Sanders and Hillary right. falls apart. Right. I mean, I think it's a low percentage thing, but I still really want it to happen. And I think it's possible. Hillary is worthy of a gaffe big enough to ruin her, her candidacy. Oh, my gosh. She, she could do it. Um, some can mm -hmm. candidates, I don't think, would do that. You know, like, I, I, you don't see a lot. Like, I don't, you know, I, I doubt Marco Rubio is going to come out and have a gaffe big enough. Scott Walker, is he going to have a gaffe big enough to ruin his candidacy? <laughs> and I hope those candidates so. have the baggage. Right. Oh I mean, gosh. she's got tons of baggage. Anyway, and people don't like her. Right. People don't think she's good. She's not, by the way, a good candidate. Even if you like her policy, she's a terrible candidate. So uh, you could see something like that happening, falling apart. And then you're going to be at that point where... You know, Biden could be one of those people to step in. He's, he's one mm -hmm. of those options. But if he's out, uh, Al Gore could step in. Um, and, I, you know, I think he could do it. Let me ask you this, though. What mm -hmm. about the Great Wall of China? <laughs> it's old. Yeah. It's and old. it's huge. It's huge. 13,000 well, miles. More importantly, the, the Great Wall of Gephardt uh, at any point <laughs> that could, could step into this race and, and shake it up. You know they live in fear of that. <laughs> they live in fear every night. Dick Gephardt uh, could step in at any time. The other one in the in the in the uh, Democrat race that everybody talk that well nobody's talking about unfortunately is uh, Martin O'Malley, and he is calling for an amendment to the Constitution uh, to protect voting rights in response to state laws that he said are meant to suppress the vote. He says last year Republican state legislators in 29 states introduced more than 80 restrictive bills to require a photo ID. A photo ID? No one has one of those. That's restrictive. Uh, make voter re registration harder or reduce early voting. Uh, O'Malley, former Maryland governor, said, uh, we know why they're doing this, because Americans without a photo ID are disproportionately low-income, disabled, minority, and Democrat. I... No. I... <sighs> I don't know what percentage of blacks have photo IDs. I got to believe it's an incredibly high percentage oh, yeah. of we, those who are eligible to have one that do. Yeah, it's well under the 90s. But it's about 75% of blacks who are in favor of bringing your ID to the voting booth. If you can't so much as do that, you don't deserve to vote. I mean, that's just, it is such an easy thing it is such an easy hurdle to overcome to just bring your id i i like it when they say could i see your id at the voting booth and they did this last time in texas sometimes they don't uh but the i guess these were conscientious people upholding the law and they said can we see your id yes thank you thank you for asking why why would you have a problem with that if you don't have a driver's license if you don't have a car if you don't drive you, you can get a state-issued ID for like $5 or $10. And if you can't afford one, I think one will be appointed to you yeah, without charge. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 888-727-BECK. More patents do come up. Planned Parenthood came out uh, yesterday, last night, somewhere in there, 
And uh, it's, it's more damning material on Planned Parenthood selling body parts of aborted fetuses. I, it's just incredible that the uh, administration, nobody in the White House has watched the video. They've all heard. And they've heard that it's this or that, but nobody's actually watched it. I love that. They, it's inconceivable. And it's like, who have they heard it from? You know, obviously liberal blogs of or course. whatever that just say, ah, oh, it's edited. Now, yes, it's edited because it's a three-hour video. So yeah. you edit them down to 12 minutes, which, by the way, is still too long because people won't even watch the full 12 minutes. Like, I think, honestly, we should do a patent stew edit of every video that comes out. <clears throat> and it should be well, a, a, a minute or a minute and a half mm-hmm. that gets all the important parts in there because people don't have the the the, uh, the time or uh, the inclination to yeah. watch a 12 minute thing yeah. we're just you know we just don't do that and, but but the president and the entire white house also don't do it which is a problem right. i mean like the point of having a president a representative is so that they can do uh, these little basic everyday things that you're when you're living your life, they're supposed to handle a lot of that stuff. And then you look at their general performance and you tell them, should they be able to do that for another four years or whatever? Mm-hmm. At least that's the general concept. We're supposed to be involved. We have to be, uh, you know, you know, vigilant people. Um, but we're not supposed to have to deal with the every single day. You know, they should be able to handle that, at least watching it and coming up with an opinion. At least come up with a way to justify it. The reason they're saying they haven't seen them is because they don't want to justify it. Because it's so bad, they don't want to be on record saying, well, look, I watched the video. Yeah, they pull out a couple of arms out of a dish of guts. And yeah. So? It's a, fe- it's a bunch of cells that probably was going to grow up to be a, a carrot. That really, that honestly should be their opinion. Yeah. Because that's supposedly what they believe. That it's just bunch of cells. tissue. Bunch of cells. Like this could be, you know, again, a piece of broccoli for all I know. I don't know if it's growing in to be a fender for a Volkswagen. I don't know what this thing is. Which is why we're selling them to be tested. Right. Exactly. Uh, so Glenn came back and was on uh, TV last night. On this very topic, and on uh, uh, Never Again Is Now, and here's what he had to say about it. I want to just tell you that um, I've been gone for the last four weeks, and I really had um, a good, solid time um, learning a lot and being quiet and... uh, I realize that what we do, what I do, um, is not that important. It's what we do together that will make the difference. It's what we do in our own homes that makes the difference. And I want to talk to you about about that um, today Um, and try to, on this program, get down to things that we can actually do. We, We started something the 40-day and 40-night challenge before I left uh, on vacation. We started this to get us ready for what's happening in uh, Birmingham on 828. And I think Birmingham is, well, I know it is, it is the beginning of something. And if even there's only five people there, so be it. There's five people there. Those five people are going to be the ones that change the world. And this is going to become more and more important as we go. Um, Because, as the slogan says, all lives matter. And they really do. Um, And I want to talk to you about the unborn life that matters. I've been lied to before, and it hurts. Nobody likes to be played for a fool. Um, But I can't help but think that many who consider themselves pro-choice are doing some pretty serious soul-searching today. After the release of the fifth 
Planned Parenthood video, which shows much older dead babies chopped up. I hate to even look at this, but I think you should. That's a hand and a leg in there. Feet sticking out of this dish, full human remains. It looks less like quality health care and more something like out of Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer. They talk in this about getting intact fetal cadavers. In other words, babies that are whole. The only way to do that is pretty much birth them alive or kill them. They talk in this about taking an ultrasound and moving it around so they can see right where the baby is so they don't, they don't hurt any of the pieces that they've already sold from that baby. This is sickening. If you're pro-choice... I'm hoping that today you're thinking, wow, have I been lied to? I mean, I've been standing up for choice. Is this what I've been supporting? I mean, I'm for, you know, getting behind a woman's right to choose. I'm for women's health care. I'm not for this. This isn't a cancer screening. It doesn't look anything like a cancer screening to me. This time they were in Houston. Once again, casually discussing selling baby parts, colluding on ways to get creative and not get caught, while describing the body parts as just a matter of line items. Planned Parenthood's Melissa Farrell is on tape nuking every defense Planned Parenthood has offered, uh, bragging about her ability to diversify the revenue stream of Planned Parenthood. Toward the end of the video... They look at a fresh specimen that was 18 weeks gestation. So a fresh baby. A baby looks pretty much at 18 weeks, looks pretty much like this in the womb. But at Planned Parenthood, they look a little different. That's because they've just been crushed and torn limb from limb. I, I don't like playing this. I'm not a guy who has... I've ever been for showing the pictures of the uh, the um, abortions and stand with a sign on a street corner, but I am becoming that guy because it is important for us to show evil. I can't describe to you the Holocaust without showing you what it looked like. We are mobilized into action whenever we see... I should say this. In the old days, when Michael Jackson was alive, we'd make songs about keeping children alive if we saw a picture of a child like this trying to bat the flies out of their eyes. That used to mobilize us. Will this? Watch. So we're oftentimes looking for liver and thymus are two of the most in demand. Yes. Excellent. Now this. Tron, can you help me out? I don't so I think this is lung, right? I don't yes, think this that's is correct. kidney. Yeah, this these are lungs because that's, that's the trachea in the middle yes. there. These are so the intestines right here. Right here? See? Yeah. This comes out, like I said, the organs come out really, really well. Right. All the intestines right. pretty much pretty much almost and like this. And this is a big placenta right here. Yes. Um do you ever see thymus? In the, this, this piece is really, really 
do like the 20, 22 weekers we do, uh -huh. you get a lot better. But it's difficult to find thymus at this at this gestation. Yeah. Is that a viable number for you? How many per month? Or the gestational age? 14 to 16? Or? No, no, no. no. Four to from like 16 to 22. There's how many like per, 40, yeah. 50 per month? Yeah. The Senate last night could not muster up enough support to stop funding that. Who have we become? Last week I took down my flag at my home. And uh, I took it down and I replaced it with the Bennington flag, one of the original flags that our founders fought under. And I got a lot of heat. Glenn, the, um, the American flag doesn't represent the, uh, the, the government. It represents the people. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. And when we are a people that care more about Cecil the frickin' lion than this... I don't want to be a part of this society. I, I, I gladly raise my hand and say, I, I'm not with them. I'm not with them. There has never been a more sugar-coated and socially accepted genocide in the history of the planet. So, Congress, where are you? And if Congress refuses to act, where are we? It's time to mobilize. And I've been saying this for a while, and it's only going to get tougher from here. We have to become the people and line ourselves with the people who are fighting this battle. People like Alveda King, who will be with me on 828 in Birmingham, Alabama. Lila Rose is somebody that is reaching people in a meaningful way and confronting them with truth and with love. If someone tells you that only 3% of Planned Parenthood's revenue comes from abortion... You tell them, yeah, that's not actual number, and here's how they work this. Someone goes in to get an abortion. Then they're given medicine, and they're given a referral to a psychologist, and they're giving other services. That abortion is only counted as one of the five or six other services they received behind that abortion. You, you could look at it and say... Um, the lion killing uh, is less than 3% of what the dentist does. He offer, also offers oral cancer screenings. Got it? The other thing is you should know that I, I don't know how many good things you have to do to make up for the one really, really evil thing. We too often forget the love part of the equation. And it's going to get harder and harder to see that. But it is the secret ingredient that actually makes change. Picketing Planned Parenthood with a giant cross and a robe while yelling at people um, may have some truth to it. But you're missing the love component. If you really want to make a difference, um, you remember the love component and the same people, you know, they're with somebody who's like yelling at people. Just in that same group are some people that are yelling love things and saying, please, we love you. We love you. We love you. And that changes everything.
Hi, and welcome back to the program. It's Pat and Stu. Actually, Pat and Stu for once. Uh, Yay! Here on the Pat and Stu show. And also in Jeffrey. Uh, We're just talking off the air as Glenn was discussing the Planned Parenthood uh, videos being released. What is the right way to release these? Because I think there's a, there's a few options. You could release the worst one you have right off the bat. And everyone's going to be, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Mm-hmm. But then every further one you release is not as shocking, and they get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You could come out and... It's like, ah, oh, this is old news. We've right. already heard worse than this. Right. You could do what they're doing, which seems to be they released They released a very strong one initially. Mm-hmm. And then they released... A, I, the second one was not nearly as strong, no. I remember. Uh, the, the third and fourth and fifth have been... The fifth one particularly strong. They're kind mm-hmm. of just like... You're getting... It's beating the drum, keeping it alive, mm-hmm. and then hitting you with the, the really strong ones occasionally, mm-hmm. which seems to be their philosophy. You could put them all in a giant documentary and release that at once. Um, there's a lot of different ways yeah. to go, but I honestly don't know what the code is. It's it's really know. hard. I remember I with uh, you know uh, talking to Andrew Breitbart when he was alive. This is obviously uh, quite. You a haven't while. talked to him about him since he died. You haven't. I've not. I've not. Well, I've talked about him. Yes, but not to uh, him. To since him. since you're died. picking apart my language, I did have talked about <laughs> yeah. him since he died. Yes, right. I I'm think doing you it have. currently you right have. now. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, uh, you know, back in the day, we talked to him, and and, and this was right before mm-hmm. uh, that initial James O'Keefe thing happened when they were, and he was yeah. he was not exactly he was mm-hmm. you know involved in sort of managing that. It seemed like like he was helping them try to figure out how to release it, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like you release them. You know, the idea would be you release a video. And then the, the, you know, in this case, Acorn or today Planned Parenthood comes out with an answer to it. They say, oh, it's an isolated incident. And then you have another one. Uh, and then they say, well, that was just a low-level employee. And then you have one with a high-level employee. And you just kind of continually pick apart their, um, their talking points. And I think that's what plan, the, they're doing the Center for American Progress is sort of doing here. And I think that's what Andrew was trying to do back in the day. Um, and it worked, obviously, on Acorn um, in, in that particular instance. And this one, it's such a passionate thing. I think Acorn was a small group compared to, it was important, but it was nothing compared to Planned Parenthood. I mean, they are willing to go to the bat, to the, you know, to the point that Hillary Clinton is saying, I back them no matter what, essentially. They don't even know what's in the rest of these videos. Yeah. I mean, who God only knows what's coming out next? Well, and she's on and record saying, I support them no matter what. And they've hinted that there's a racial component to yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd love to see it if there is, because I think that might bring it down. I mean, that might be what brings down this house of cards, finally. But uh, to be coming out and saying that you back them no matter what, and she's kind of done that anyway in the past mm-hmm. with the Margaret Sanger stuff. Uh, to back Margaret Sanger when you know that she was a genocidal maniac uh is pretty outrageous and to compare her to a founding father like thomas jefferson is even more outrageous mm-hmm. and and yet they they do it and they get away with it so i i think at this point planned parenthood is such a sacred cow for democrats and for the progressive movement that that they don't care they don't care what comes out about it mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if any of this stuff and and any kind of release of this sort of information leads to the downfall of Planned Parenthood. Certainly hope so, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath for that. Yeah, I'm, I am not either. But let me ask you this question. Okay. What about the Great Wall of China? Oh, my gosh, I have no answer you to didn't that. Think of that did you think of that, such a good point. No, think about it. 13,000 miles. I will say this. That's it's huge. As That's huge. Probably more relevant okay. in the context that you just brought it up than... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but, yeah. but I'll make them pay because I'm going to make them pay and I yeah. get things done. Because I, yeah. I get things done, eh? All right. All right. Hey, hey. You talking to me? We're Penn State. Coming up. Reunited. It feels so good. Feels like, you know, it's all right. Reunited because we understood. There's one perfect show. And, honey, this one ain't it. <laughs> oh, God, no. Jeffy's on it. But we're still glad it's, you know, we're reunited. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Louis Farrakhan getting absolutely no play that I've seen anywhere except our radio show. Uh, on his latest beautiful comments, which are bringing us together, I feel like. I, I feel like Louis Farrakhan is a uniter, not a divider. Yes. Here's a guy who, do, who sees past color and, and just wants one human race, all united, all in love, and holding hands together somewhere and just joining in love. And uh, here, here he was in his July 30th speech at Mount Zion Baptist Church in Miami. And uh, here's what uh, Louis Farrakhan had to say. I'm looking for 10,000 yeah. in the midst of a million. Listen, listen. Yeah. Right. This guy wants in. He wants in on this 10,000 thing. I'm looking for 10,000 uh -huh. in the midst of the million. In the midst of the million who will do what? And it wasn't ever a million. 10,000 fearless. fearless men. Men. Yeah. We're looking for men. 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 Just like Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. Who say <laughs> death is sweeter. Death is sweeter. Than continued life under tyranny. Yeah. That's kind of a weird sentence, but yeah. I'll, I'll clap for a man like that. Yeah. Death is sweeter than life. Under continued tyranny. And the sweeter, sweeter, yeah. Than to continue to live, live, and bury our children, children, while white folks, white give folks, the killer, a hamburger, a hamburger, yeah, yeah. Don't give him no hamburger. Death is sweeter, yeah. That's a serious part in the hair. Yeah. Than watching us yeah, slaughter each other. Oh boy, he's crying. To he's the weeping. joy of a four hundred year old and death, death is sweet. Retaliation is a prescription from God to calm the breath of those whose children have been slain. So if the federal government, yeah, federal government, yeah, yeah. will not intercede in our affairs, right, right, then right. we must rise up and kill those who kill us. Stop them and kill them and let them feel the yeah. pain of Stand death up. that we are in. Yes, let's kill people. Yeah, I'll stand up for that. 
standing ovation for killing people. You bet. Kill Whitey. Yeah. 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 I am not easily shocked, particularly by a Louis Farrakhan video. But that's shocking, that's, isn't it? I saw that headline, and I don't know. I just didn't bother clicking on it because it was Louis Farrakhan. You and the other thing is, you think, okay, it's, some it's, justification. it's hyperbole. Right. It's somebody saying something that he didn't really say here. Right. Or he flat out says, says it. it. The only out I can see him having there is that he says, kill those who are killing us. Right. So, I mean, I guess in theory you could say... He's talking about white people, however, so it's a tough, it's a tough road to hoe to make that anything that's acceptable. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's incredibly tough to, yeah. road to hoe. I'm just saying if you're going to try to hoe it, uh, yes. you could say, you could say uh, he, he's talking about the specific people who are killing them. Do you need 10,000 men who will kill the one or two guys who are killing them? In the oh, midst of a million, Pat. We In do. the midst of a million. We need 10,000. Let me ask you another question. Is it possible right. that they've edited in another <laughs> crowd? That, like, it's just him on an empty stage saying those things, and then they've edited in a crowd clapping? Because it is I possible. Cannot believe that crowd. There are got to be a thousand people there yeah. cheering him on as he's Loving saying it. he wants to wipe out a race. Yeah, he wants to kill white people. He wants ten thousand black, pe an army of ten thousand black men, to go around killing white people. Is that, that is possible, actually. It's, I, that, it's what he's saying. You say that, but I doubt it. But it certainly is possible that it could have happened. No, you could do it, but that's not what happened. No, I don't think. I mean, we've seen too many of these uh, for it to be that you way. Know, but he's he's been preaching hate for you know longer now. than Jeremiah Wright he's has 82 been. Eighty-two years old. Right. Now. Wow. Yeah. So they're used to that kind of stuff. They. they well, that's love what it. they're going for. Yeah. They love it. So uh, that's beautiful. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't. <laughs> and what do you? How is it that that? If we said, um, uh, you know, when we've joked in the past about, like, taking a baseball bat, I'd like to hit him in the head with the baseball bat, whoever you're talking about. In a joking way, it's clearly in the context of a joke. Everybody's laughing. You know it's not serious. You know you'd never hit anybody in the head with a baseball bat. That comes back to haunt us in an article 10, 15 years later. Right. 20 years later, this guy says it in a serious context in a sermon at a church <laughs> with everybody standing and applauding and giving him a standing ovation. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nobody cares. I, I don't. I mean, it's inconceivable. There, obviously, I am a huge uh, First Amendment supporter. Sure. But you can't. But I mean, that's there, not First Amendment. There is a level yeah. like here, and I think he's crossed it, where yeah, you're saying, I, I'm outwardly calling for 10,000 people to go kill white people. Yes. That you, is not a. crossed the line. That's there. not. I don't think that's protected speech. No, you're, you're, you're inciting. You're inciting violence at that point, and that is not legal. That's not legal. And it's like, it's not like he's saying, look, you know, um, this situation is so bad. You need to have people who will rise up and use the same tactics they're using against us. They're killing us, but we need some. It's almost to that level where you need, or it's some sort of qualifier, or, uh, you know, this is the type of situation in which this is required. It's instead, I need you to come join my group to kill people now. Well, he's been using right, those right. qualifiers for right. years. So now, I mean, he's, kind he's of, dropping yeah, the qualifiers. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy that has essentially admitted to participating in the killing of Malcolm X. He's essentially admitted that he 
had something to do with the murder of Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened to him there. Why is anything going to happen to him now? I, I, there is no statute of liber limitations on murder. They, they, you could prosecute him today for that. Uh, but he gets away with everything he says. I don't understand it. Meanwhile, gun control group uh, New Yorkers Against Gun Violence has launched a campaign to disarm every owner of an iPhone by petitioning Apple CEO Tim Cook to remove the gun emoji from the device. Uh, here's a look at this brilliance. <laughs> 33,000 American deaths a year. Gun violence has become a losing battle. It's true. Even our president has admitted defeat. Mm. But there's something we can do. There is a gun we all carry that we can all give up. Oh, there it is. Disarm the iPhone. Oh my God. And what? a little gun there. Tweet Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, and ask to have the gun emoji removed. Oh, shut up. And by removing the gun emoji, what will happen? We'll show America wants stricter access to real guns. <laughs> what? Disarm the iPhone. Hashtag disarm the iPhone. That is so, that's one got of the to be dumbest campaigns I've ever seen. One of the seen. dumbest things I've ever seen. Unless they've got an app that they're trying to sell a gun emoji so that they <laughs> the Apple get through theirs. <laughs> yeah. This that is the perfect example of how Jeffy's mind works. <laughs> that is how he thinks about everything. How, what's the way to exploit what's happening for my own personal gain? That is a wonderful window into the mind of Jeff Fisher. Because that is exactly what you do and exactly how you think. You don't write. You fight for one thing. What was the... Um, uh, oh, there was an example of this in, uh, in fairly recent memory. I can't remember what it was in some... Uh, I'm sorry. I think maybe it was a Texas um, gambling thing where they fought really hard to... Uh, stop gambling in Texas while at the same time taking money from like Oklahoma Indian tribes. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, gee, hey. uh, wow, wow, I can't remember the exact details of it. It was something like that. That happens though, and that's, the, Jeff, right that's the Jeffy approach that's to life, right there, baby. You would, I mean, as much as we bash Jeffy, he would be a fantastic politician. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he, he really would. He would. He, he'd have scandals all the time. Oh. And you'd come out there and you'd and you'd make that face, that oh. like caring. Oh, come on! Now I uh, look. I First, we've this all is America. This is, we, we all deserve second America. chances. Honey, come up here. Yeah, I'm here with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, <laughs> hello. Uh, that's a uh, that's an amazing one. That's actually one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, uh, the fact that you think that you can get rid of the gun emoji and that's going to show people you want gun control. So stupid. And it's sad because you know, look, it's one of those things where if you don't know these issues. Um, you could understand, like, I, everyone's sick of shootings. No one wants to see these shootings occur. And so if you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know what the Second Amendment was for, you don't know the history, you don't know uh, the statistics when it comes to increased, uh, you know, access to guns and what actually happens there, um, and many times uh, the, the situation improves. Less crime actually occurs because people are able to defend themselves. Um, if you don't know all the arguments that we make on the show all the time, if you're not in that world, you can understand um, thinking this way. And, of course, you can understand 
why you would target something like the dumb emoji on the phone. Uh, another example of this recently is Amy Schumer, who is a comedian. I, I, I love Amy Schumer. She's really talented and really funny. Um, and unfortunately, I think we've, uh, we've passed the part of the Amy Schumer story in which she is not an activist. Like, we're going to get there. We're in that point. And, like, if you don't know who Amy Schumer is, she's a really, I think she's a really funny comedian. I, you know, listened to her, seen her many times uh, live and for years. And she recently has become very famous. She got a show on Comedy Central. It's been out for a few years. It's been pretty successful. She came out with a movie that was very big uh, a few weeks ago uh, called Trainwreck. One of the shootings at Trainwreck, or one of the uh, showings of Trainwreck, there was a shooting. And so now she's out with her, which I guess is an actual relative, a cousin of some sort, Chuck Schumer, doing a, uh, look, this is, this is the first time I've talked out about gun rights, but it will not be the last. Uh, and it's like, you know, first of all, I just want to enjoy someone and not have them be annoying. So, I mean, it would be great if she, you know, wasn't an activist, but you know, it's certainly her right to speak out on things she thinks are important. But it's like... This is the mentality. It's this. It obviously is completely alive on the right too, with Donald Trump. I mean, mm -hmm. it's the same instincts. Like you don't really follow it. You don't really know. You kind of just it feels good, and you go with it. And it's sad that that exists on both sides. Maybe I was in a little bit of denial. I honestly thought there was not as much of it on on the right side as as we've seen here in the past few weeks. I mean, the, you know, with the with Trump in particular being, you know, a great example of it. But it's, it's frustrating, and, and, and when you come to the point where your movement is actually admitting that we're going after emojis, I, I, I don't, I mean, don't you just shut the building down and, and, and say, look, we're going to sublet this, this space? I well, think it's time to, to maybe call it a yeah. day. And it's been headed this direction for quite a while because we've also... Haven't we eliminated uh, level two look-alike firearms? Yeah. Which is this. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. I, never point a level two look-alike firearm at another person. Oh never gosh. do that. You don't know when your hand could go off. Stop waving that. Hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's silly. So stupid. And we all know it's silly, but, you know, it, it, I don't know how you... I don't know how you convince people. I, at, at times, there's been moments in my life in which I thought, um, stupidly, mm -hmm. that if uh, there was enough time, the American people would come to the correct decision on a particular issue. <laughs> um, it's so cute. Mm -hmm. that died That's with, adorable. As I've said many times, that oh. died with me in 2012 uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, when the war on women argument worked. Because yeah. that shows yeah. such We such really a, thought it wouldn't. Remember that? I really did not think we it would really work. did not yeah. think that would work. Because I remember, like, the, the American people are not ridiculous. dumb enough to believe there's anyone out there trying to no. restrict birth control. No, like, they're, they're, there's no nobody believes that. There's no candidates that are proposing anything that would mean there's no condoms in your stores. Mm -hmm. It's so stupid. Yet they ran with it constantly. They even tried it with Cory Gardner banned birth control, and people did catch on, I guess, enough to get him in to Colorado. At least it did not work. Yeah, I, I just have no faith anymore. Like, I, the, the dumbest argument you can come up with, to me, has a good shot of, of still winning. The, thing, the reason why I've been so confident that Donald Trump will not win the uh, Republican nomination is because I, I didn't think that applied as much to the base of conservatism, where there's still a level of people actually looking at these things. I mean, Mitt Romney lost, but he lost, uh, you know, in a pretty eh, fairly close election and it still held most conservatives and Republicans who looked at this and said, OK, I don't want Barack Obama. It's just that the, the, this, you know, this, there's more 
apparently, who like giant government or whatever fall for the war on women argument. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't think that was going to be the case in the Republican Party, and, and honestly, I still don't believe it's only been three weeks with Donald Trump at the top of the heap. Um, I still think that it will go away, uh, but who knows, right? I mean, I sure hope it goes away. Uh, I'm ready. Meantime, I mean, <laughs> they keep talking about him on all the talk shows. The View was talking about him. It was just just yesterday with Kelly Osborne? Yeah, they were they were bashing Trump on his racist comments, uh, and Kelly Osborne was uh, like guest hosting the show, and she jumped in and started piling on uh, on uh, on Donald Trump, but. Uh, then it all turned on her. <laughs> Watch this. I love it when liberals eat their own. There are a lot of Latinos here in this country mm-hmm. that do agree that the immigration problem is a problem and it does need to be addressed and it does need to be fixed. But making uh, those comments, those racist comments, do not help. And if you if you kick Brilliant. Every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? Oh, that's oh, no. in the sense that <laughs> no. you know what I mean. Like what I'm saying, there's more. There's Uh-oh. more jobs to be in LA. Uh-oh. They always, but they don't. Latinos are not only the no, only people. No, I didn't mean it like that. that. Come on. No, I would never no, mean it like that. Okay, right. I'm not part of this argument. With I think what yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah, is that yeah, Trump yeah, himself. Yeah, he needs to are. look at how he relies on a lot of these people that he's insulting. Oh, do I love that clip? Yeah, you are. Do I love that? clip she is oh, in man. the middle of trying to call him a racist she says basically that all latino this if if donald trump and you know i'm no defender if donald trump said look if we kick all these latinos out no one's gonna clean my toilet then you do an entire <laughs> oh, month gosh. of shows on the view about it no, uh, no question. month of shows and kelly osborne yep. would be the first one out there calling him a racist <laughs> and as i love her you see it in her face as it happens it's like oh who's gonna clean your toilet I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that in the sense of. I don't know. No, you know, I would never. No, I don't. I'm not part of this argument. What are you talking about? You're not part of it. You're uh-huh. in the middle of it right there, and you said uh-huh. something. Wor- let's be honest with it. Much worse than what even Donald oh, Trump yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, and she gets. Uh, I mean, that is embarrassing. Of course, now she's out uh, doing her apology to her on Facebook and everything, saying how I, she swears she's liberal. You have to leave me alone. I swear I'm liberal. Um, <laughs> that's essentially what she's trying to do, which is funny and it's adorable. Um, but, you know, oh. you, you don't come out and call everybody racist when you, I mean, you could tell that's what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Look, look, you could understand it from her perspective in that she's lived a life she's, of privilege. You know, I was just gonna she's say, lived a life where she's forever. had Hispanic people over her house doing all the things around her house so she doesn't have to do them her whole life. She's, she's exactly. Ozzy Osbourne's daughter. Mm-hmm. She's lived the life of Donald Trump. She, I mean, maybe not quite to that level, but she's lived it. And, uh, and, and the funny thing is, of course, not all Latinos are the ones doing that. You could say that maybe she was trying to insult him by saying, like, you'd only hire a Latino yeah. to do this. But I don't even, I don't know. Yeah, That's maybe but... even giving her too much of a break. <laughs> you I, I, your toilets then, Donald Trump. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Great. It's funny to see her go through that process again. Dealing with the ramifications of the society the left has created. Right. You know, look, That's in right. a real society, you know what? I would absolutely say, go. you know, yeah. look, she, I know she, she you know, she not, she doesn't mean that she thinks all Hispanics yeah. are, are cleaning toilets. But in the society they have created, the boundaries that they have created for free speech, mm-hmm. that is one of the most offensive things that has been spoken in the public sphere in a long time. Uh, now, I... To me, I say, you know what, look, it's Kelly Osborne. You know, I'm sure she's a nice person, and you move on. I've heard Stephen A. Smith talk about this many times on his show, and we've played some of the clips here. Mm-hmm. He always talks about 
and you know, I was listening to him actually yesterday about this. Uh, the sports talk host of Mad Dog Radio on Sirius XM. Um, and he's does ESPN and everything. And, and he comes, he's an African-American guy, if you don't know who he is. And he's talking about racism. And I, he's, to me, completely wrong on the Chip Kelly thing. But it's like the one issue where he, the Eagles coach, he seems to actually think there's something to that. But beyond that, he talks about how you can't talk about someone being racist. You can only discuss what you think uh, their comments are. You, you don't know their heart. You don't know their soul. You don't know what they're really like unless you're really close to them. So you can't talk about them as the person. You can talk about what you think a comment is. You can talk about how a comment made you feel. But you can't talk about that person and say this person is a racist. Because, you know, you, it, you, that's not the way you should be uh, treating people. And, and I think that's a pretty good point in most, in most cases. I mean, obviously, you could talk about David Duke being a racist because he has over a long period of time, uh, articulated a, a uh, something that I think is pretty clear. I mean, you could obviously make that judgment at some level. But to sit here and take one comment from somebody like Kelly Osborne, I have no other evidence that she's she hates Hispanics. I mean, it just seems like she, it was a comment that went awry. Let's all move on with our lives. But not in the society they've created. Not in the... not. If you're going to apply those standards, as she was doing to Donald Trump in that moment, you don't get free of them. You don't get to say, I'm not part of this argument eight seconds later. That's not the way that works. You've put yourself in this argument. You're applying what is, at some level, an unfair judgment against somebody else. You get that same treatment. What Isn't I, that fair? What I noticed you haven't brought up, though, is what about the Great Wall of China? I noticed you oh conveniently... God. Left all of that. I didn't, out. I didn't even think of that. It's huge, thirteen thousand miles. Just glosses. It's right old. Over that. It's old. Too. Happened a long time ago. Happened a long time ago. More patents too coming up. What about that? Think about it. While we're gone, think about it for a second. Get back to it. What about it? You haven't considered. I know you have. Okay. But I, what about the great wall of China? China. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now. Pat and Stu, welcome. This is something really, really cool. And I think it takes special... Uh, it takes a special surface, and it takes a special, uh, obviously, board. Uh, there's, like, magnets under the, under the, under the, the pavement. That so that is true. That, that, that is how yeah. they're doing it? Yeah. But, the, but Lexus came out with a hoverboard... Just, well, first of all, take a look at the uh, at the video, and then and then maybe we'll discuss. Look at that floating, floating, what inch and a half above the surface? And they're at a they're at a skateboard park. He's actually standing on it, and it's still not touching the ground. It's amazing. Really cool. And then they start doing some pretty cool things with it. And look at it glide above the water. I don't know how they make that happen. Yeah, that, that water's in the same park that they're doing. That right. right. So that leads me to believe there's magnets under the water. Too. Or maybe, you know, both sides of the... Yeah. 
It's only like a little stream. But watch this. They're eventually going to be on it. Yeah, there you go. Above the water. God, it's amazing. Golly. Look at that. And all you have to do is live with it. In a magnetized billion eight. dollar bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apparently there's wow. magnets under all the surfaces is how they made that work. Because you have to have that for the... Uh, uh, what are the, it's super conductive, super con yeah, it's, conductivity yeah, it's, uh, that is going on there. It's the whole thing where you push two magnets together and they push each other apart. It's how right. they do. I mean, they do this with trains, right? Mm -hmm. Like if they can do it with a train, they can do it with a skateboard, right? Um, so, but it is still cool to see. But it's really cool. Yeah, I mean that's really cool. If you can do it without the magnets under the surface, if you can do this on any surface, then you're really onto something, I would say. But we don't have the uh, the water jetpack thing today, do we? Can we do that for tomorrow if we don't have it today? That's the one I'm obsessed with. Let's get that for tomorrow because that one is the one I'm obsessed with. The, the water, water jetpack thing where like you're in water and you're wearing a jetpack of water or a skateboard of water mm. and it pushes you up like 30 feet in the air. And you're sitting there like it's the water. Instead of air coming out like you'd think of a jetpack, it's water being thrusted downward to keep you up in the air. It's oh, crazy. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's really cool. We'll show it, is, it tomorrow. It is really cool. Yeah. Now, some people don't go up 30 feet. What do you mean? Some I people mean, don't get off the ground. Some people don't go to get that high, right? Off the ground with. Yeah. The Are you saying? <laughs> there's a, you know, some some of us. Just when you're weighing get up like high. 800 pounds, like you, yourself, it's tough to get up. It's high. tough. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah, a, there is actually a big sign that says "Do not ride if you're overweight." overweight. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, is that true? Did you ever try to do this? I mean, imagine the no, thrust power. I, I was be like a nuclear about, plant right on the side of the water. I was actually <laughs> thinking about when you and I went to ride the. Uh, uh, Red Baron planes. <laughs> That's right. This is a great story. <laughs> Jeffy and I, uh, a long time ago, were in Tampa, and uh, Gasparilla is going on, which is their big festival, uh, where like it's about like it's kind of like Mardi Gras of Tampa, basically, mm -hmm. and um, and it's very pirate themed. Red Baron, uh, is what, pizza company, was one of the big sponsors, and so they had planes where you know they they allowed us you know because we were on the radio station. They have the old style planes that they fly around the yeah. country, and they fly. They do loops and they do spins and barrel rolls, and they would do the thing where they go like this and then they go straight up and go all the way until it stopped. Mm -hmm. And then came back down like it's crazy, and so you know I go I'm I'm in line and and uh, they come up to me and they're like okay this is what's going to happen they're explaining it to me they just take one look at Jeffy and they're like the guy's leaning up against the plane he goes we're not flipping <laughs> <laughs> because you're uh, there was uh, some sort of issue of weight yeah. yes yeah, uh, yeah. Huh. And, and no one wants Jeffy to fall from twenty thousand feet up. Uh, on their head, so <laughs> no flipping. Uh, <laughs> I think he was concerned about the plane more than me. Oh, yeah. I'm a little disappointed about that. He yeah. didn't care about me. Oh, God. I don't, well, why would he care about you? Right? Uh, pretty amazing, though. And they think, by the way, you're going to have sex with robots uh, in the next 50 years. Yeah. Um, well, next 50 years. Pretty much exclusively by 50 years from now. Oh, okay. There'll still be some human interaction, but not in 50 years. Uh, 888-727-BECK. More patents, too. Coming up in a sec. Just throwing that one out there, because we had the hoverboard thing. Right. People thought the hoverboard thing wouldn't happen. Sex with robots coming soon. Yeah. Well, Why do you keep saying that? Already here. I don't know why you keep thinking it. It's going to come. It's going to be here. It's here, man. What do you mean it's here? It's here. What are you talking about? People are having sex with robots. What? Where? Where? What town? Uh, it's Pat Scoop, and we uh, kill the music here because we've been gone for 
week or ten days. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, by the way. Thank you. It's great to have you. And it's great to be here, except for some tragic news to report. If, if you missed it while we were gone, we lost him. Cecil the Lion. We lost him. Oh. Cecil the Lion. But you he's didn't. beloved. People loved him. You'd never heard of him. And, uh, and now he's gone. But you had never heard of him before he died. Why are you? We've dimmed the lights because uh, it's appropriate for a mourning period, a period of mourning where you have to just reflect and sort of let your grief Pat, come there's, out. There's been dozens of we lost Zimbabwe. Him. He'll never eat another person. There's been people in Zimbabwe that have been murdered right. by the dozens since, yeah. since Cecil died. But Cecil will never eat another one of them. Because we lost him. He was no. murdered. Murdered. Murdered by a beastly dentist. And, uh, a beastly dentist? Is it, wouldn't wouldn't him. Cecil himself be a, a beast? At, killed him. At some... Dead. He's dead. He's gone. Why are you using printer what paper? What kind of country are we? Uh, I wonder... Cecil, come back. Wouldn't a tissue be better? Or... <laughs> I don't have one right now, Stu. I'm gonna... using what's at my disposal. I'm worried about a paper cut of your eye. Uh, you should be worried about Cecil. Cecil, you're missing the Cecil, whole Cecil's, point. Cecil's dead. Cecil, he's gone. We lost him. Hmm. There's a wonderful eulogy uh, written in the New York Times for Cecil. While you, while you calm down, it says, uh, <clears throat> so sorry about Cecil. Did Cecil live near your place in Zimbabwe? Mm -hmm. hmm. When I turned on the news and discovered that messages were about a lion killed in, by an American dentist, the village boy inside mm -hmm. me instinctively cheered. Oh, wow. That's What's horrible. Wow. One, wow. one lion fewer to menace families like mine. Oh, my gosh. My excitement was doused when I realized that the lion killer was being painted as the villain. <laughs> I faced the starkest cultural contradiction I'd experienced since my five years studying in the United States. Oh, man. Did all those Americans signing petitions understand that lions actually kill people? <laughs> that the talk about Cecil being beloved or a local favorite was media hype? Did Jimmy Kimmel choke up because Cecil was murdered or because he confused him with Simba from The Lion King? In my village in Zimbabwe, surrounded by wildlife conservation areas, no lion has ever been beloved or granted an affectionate nickname. They are objects of terror. <laughs> we Zimbabweans are left shaking our heads, wondering why Americans care more about African animals oh, than about African people. That but, is amazing. By the way, it's up on my Facebook page if you that's, want to read that. It's, that's great. And share it because it's, it shuts down the argument completely. Did Jimmy Kimmel really get broken oh, yeah, up? He cried, oh, yeah. He cried. Now, he remember, cried. Do you remember Glenn crying on TV Jimmy for the Kimmel country? Jimmy Kimmel cried over a freaking lion? Yeah. Set up a fund. I mean, they made, wants people to donate wow. to this fund. Glenn cried over his nation being destroyed. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel cried over a lion. Oh, a lion Same in thing. Zimbabwe. That is, that is outrageous. Did Jimmy Kimmel have a segment on The Man That's Show outrageous. where he uh, cried about the hyperinflation, the murder of thousands of farmers, uh, the communist rule that led to an entire economy just, uh, being destroyed in what used to be called the breadbasket oh, of Africa? Man. Did he do that? No, he no. didn't care about any of those things, but God forbid a lion. Get, again, to put this in context, I'm a freaking annoying vegetarian. I'm not coming at this from the uh, hey, I, I don't care about animals thing. 
I, it's, it's insane. People are still more important. Even if you really like animals, people take precedence over animals. And it's kind of hard to understand how people are get, got so freaked out about that. You missed this. It was, uh, all, you know, we, I was criticizing those who were very fired up about Cecil. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of calls. Um, and uh, it, it was amazing to hear the arguments because they're no, so people were, terrible. Wait. Uh, people listening to our radio show yes, I was, were pissed off that you were talking about Cecil the Lion being Yeah, because my first point was issue. The, the entry fee to get into I'm upset about Cecil the Lion is be a vegetarian. you got to get okay. there first. You yeah. cannot, absolutely cannot complain about Cecil and the Lion unless you're a vegetarian. That. No! Well, I don't eat a, a pr- lion. Well, this I don't was, eat lion. Right. This was a protected lion. A protected. So you're just putting some animal life over other animal life. Yep. If you're going to kill an animal, how about killing the one that rips a bunch of villagers <laughs> to shreds every couple weeks instead of the cow that's walking around a field minding its own business? Right. I mean, I think right. you have a better argument for killing lions than you have for killing a chicken. Yeah. You know, the I point so. here is that, you know, if you're either okay with it or you're not and it's like these people come up and they're so critical and so fired up about this it's like why they they, yes this was one lion who let's just go with the media reports and say there was a beloved lion in the society powered by gps right because that was one of their arguments remember that she's like this lion was in a nature preserve and had gps i'm like oh well if it's got advanced technology then by all means leave it alone it had gps yeah because i guess it was gps so what so what how does that make it more beloved and like look if Uh, if, that's a gps line we can't kill that one yeah and look if someone broke a law in zimbabwe which you know is Zimbabwe's kind of saying yes. The guy, the dentist is saying absolutely not. I thought it was a legal kill. First of all, he didn't know. He had all the legal permits. He had all of that stuff. He had the guides. They they point out a lion. He shoots it, kills it, only finds out afterward that the lion is collared at all. Yeah, exactly. What are you supposed to do? Unkill it at that point? Right. They want those hunters in there to kill lions generally. He can't unkill it after this. Give the lion CPR. Let's see if we can bring it back to life. And it's a great, Who knows yeah. lion CPR? <laughs> Where the hell is the heart on a lion? I, I the, the other, the other big one, argument was that they had shot it, right? He, he shot it with, a, with a, his bow and arrow, and mm-hmm. it, it was alive, so it wandered away. And when they found it, then they shot it to put it out of its misery. Oh. What? I mean, they should have just let it go. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I should have never been there in the first place. Right, yeah, and that's the thing. with the arrow. And Glenn actually crystallized this, I think, really well on the, sh- on the radio show today, which is like, we are at that point of incredible desire to uh, feel passion and anger and, 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 and criticize everyone over mm-hmm. everything they do. Mm-hmm. At the same point, we have no desire to find out any of the facts. We have no <laughs> desire to try to figure things out or think about things or mm-hmm. ponder them for more than eight seconds. It's just this immediate action. Post, 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 and then it goes away. Well, this petition online, uh, which is, I don't know, 250,000 signatures on it, mm-hmm. to extradite him back to South Africa where they haven't even asked for extradition. Uh, they haven't? I thought they had. Up until the uh, other day. The, or, yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah. The, the, uh, the last I heard, which was two days ago, I think, uh, they hadn't even asked for extradition. I thought they had now. And I could be maybe wrong they that. have in the last few days. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, no way are you going to send this poor dentist back to be... It's so ridiculous. It was a lion. Move on.
Yeah, Move it's on. one lion. And and you know, look, <laughs> I I look, I do see these things in somewhat a different perspective as I understand the vast majority of the vast majority of the audience does. But it's like you can't sit here. The people were having discussions about being incredibly upset about Cecil the lion dying over steak. Mm. They were having it over meals in which someone else had done their dirty work, done exactly what they criticized this hunter for doing, going out and killing an animal, uh, because this one had a name. It's, it's like Charlotte's Web. It's Wilbur. Wilbur's cute. We don't kill Wilbur. Sure, I, I can watch Charlotte's Web while eating bacon and feel terrible for Wilbur, but it's like, these are, it's an actual animal. If you are cool killing animals for food, which is an absolutely, uh, you know, uh, traditional common thing to do in the United States and all mm-hmm. over the world, Mm-hmm. then that's fine, but you can't get pissed off at a guy going and shooting a lion that's terrorizing villages or could potentially terrorize a yeah, village. He could, but it's a little hypocritical, it seems. So the trial's right? been postponed seems. against the hunter, uh, at, least a, to, for, at least for a month, Good and trial. Zimbabwe have they called for the extradition? extradition. They have, okay. Uh, a couple of days ago they hadn't, but here's the thing. You can honor Cecil by paying, or at least uh, by buying a $2,500 gold-plated HTC smartphone right now. And there it is. It's a beautiful smartphone. Yes, it is. And according to uh, the company that's offering this uh, smartphone, some of the proceeds go to the Wangi National Park. (laughs) (laughs) And look at that beautiful likeness of Cecil the Lion himself. Which is probably just any Right on the cell phone. But wait. There's more. If you order now, we'll also throw in an order of stainless steel Ginsu knives. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> I mean, twenty five hundred dollars too. Twenty five hundred. I mean, like, if you're going to scam people out of their Cecil money, I'm actually in favor of it. I hope some smart businessman takes all the money from the Cecil people. I hope they. I, I hope they all buy their stupid Cecil trinkets, yeah, and it too. makes some uh, conservative rich. Especially when you don't even put a number on, like ten percent of the proceeds. <laughs> some, a number, a number some. of dollars will. A number of things will go to Cecil's foundation-ish thing. Bye now. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. It's inevitable, right? I mean, yeah, sure. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna watch, or we'll hunt you down like Cecil the freaking lion. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. According to 538, here's the four different types of Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, I actually found this last week or something, and and I was going to bring it back for Monday, and I realized you weren't here yet, so I (laughs) saved it. it. I saved it because this is a this is Pat Gray City. Yes, Uh, I love this stuff. You're a big top. First of all, you're a big movie guy. You like looking at this stuff, and you love Tom Cruise. I do. Um, So I I thought this was fascinating because the way it's written uh, and and put in perspective, it's really impossible to understand how good Tom Cruise is when it comes to actually performing in movies. It's seriously amazing. It is amazing. I mean, his his movies perform 
like almost nobody else's. Yeah. And they really do. That's really the point. They, and they kind of quantify it. We always say that. But here's yeah. the, the quantification of it here. Eyes, uh, they start with four categories. One is uh, the, his worst category, which are just bad movies. They call it Eyes Normally Shut. He, <laughs> now, the, the author describes yeah. it this way. I had to come up with a list of, four, of movies uh, Tom Cruise made that weren't good and didn't make much money. And I could only safely pick four in his entire career. Wow. That's that. pretty amazing. Um, and wow. Now, now look at that's pretty amazing. So the bottom one in the here's the four that they pick. Um, Losing it, 1983. I don't even know that one. It's like before he was obviously a big star. Yeah. Cocktail, 1988. Now, okay. Cocktail, I thought actually made some money, okay. but I could you know, uh, Lions for Lambs in 2007, which I don't even remember. Don't either. And then Rock of Ages, which is a perfect one for this. Okay, Rock of Ages is the only one I could kind of identify because it was recent, and I remember that being a flop. Right. Now, the next one is anyone else's best. So remember, this is the category second from the bottom of Tom Cruise. Amazing. The case here is that for any other performer, this set of movies would be their finest work. (laughs) These are movies that made a bunch of money, some that safely nestled in the 200 to 300 million dollar ballpark. Wow. um, And got normally uh, not horrible to decent reviews, ranging from 33 to 74 on the Rotten Tomato scale. Um, diverse group, blah, blah, blah. Here's what's, uh, let's see if we get in there. You got The Outsiders, All the Right Moves, Legend, Days of Thunder, Far and Away, Interview with a Vampire, Eyes Wide Shut, Vanilla Sky, Valkyrie. I mean, Valkyrie's a great movie. I like the uh, great movie. Night and Day, Jack Reacher, love, and Oblivion. I love Those last two movies are great, good. too. Yeah, good good I mean, movies. That is a good set. So good you, movies. Do we have the chart up there? Yeah, uh, are we showing that? Yeah. Jeez. So if you look at see where everyone else's best is, um, before we move <laughs> on to these other ones, can we? do we have the one where they put the Adam Sandler career on this chart? Look at this. Now, Adam Sandler, as much as you bash him, is one of the biggest box office right. draws of all time. Those are, that's his entire movie. All of his movies are in the first two categories. Of Tom Cruise. Of Tom Cruise. So look at where those charts are, and if you're listening, you've got to be right, kidding me. That's, isn't that incredible? That you doesn't even touch his two top to categories. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's how much better he is than everybody else. Uh, now, so let's go on to the third category. This one wow. uh, is called uh, Cruise Control. Now, these are uh, here. What he has in here is Risky Business, Color of Money, Born on the Fourth of July, A Few Good Men, The Firm. Jerry Maguire, Minority Report, Listen to the names co- of those movies. Collateral, yeah. Yeah. Mission Impossible 3, and Edge of Tomorrow. All wow. made at least $100 million and most made more than $350 million. <laughs> Yeah, and all have 70-plus on Rotten Tomatoes. That is crazy. So all of these, there's almost no one who has any movies in this category. And again, we're it's not It's only his top. second best. It's only his second best category. <laughs> His best category is called The Maverick, Mm -hmm. and these are films that make crews different from the rest of us, stratospheric blockbusters. Uh, they're the we have to we have to change the axis on this chart movies right because no one gets no one makes enough movies to even get close to this these movies are all fantastic all made all kinds of money they all made more th- listen to this <laughs> they all made more than half a billion dollars <laughs> they're all critically acclaimed and even the ones critics didn't like like Top Gun. Are, are cultural oh phenomenon. Yes. Yeah, right. I, I, I love Top Gun. I, I do think too. It's a great I still movie. love it. It's, it's an iconic movie, movie right? You can't. I, yeah. Out of there, I don't care what critics yeah. say about it. It's a great movie. No, and they still gave it pretty good reviews. It just weren't unbelievable. And so is reviews. the next one. He yeah. says. He says here. My only qualm is that the Last Samurai sucks. But then again, 
I never made somebody $587 million, so really, who am I to judge? But That's a good point. That is a good point. Good uh, point. Here's, the, here's the collection. Top Gun, Rain Man, Mission Impossible, wow. Mission Impossible 2, The Last Samurai, and Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, my God. Um, oh, that's man. pretty Crazy. amazing. That's an amazing chart. And Rain uh, Man is over $800 million. That's another <laughs> iconic movie, though, really. Yeah, oh, oh absolutely. I love it. absolutely. Jerry Maguire's in that group. I, You know, another one of my all-time favorites. He's, he's just good. The ones that are in the middle of Good. The, the Jack Reacher and Oblivion are two of my favorite movies within the last five years. Oblivion, really? Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, I think I liked it. I mean, I liked it, but I, I didn't like it that much. I liked Edge I liked of Tomorrow it. quite a bit. Edge of, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is really good. Oblivion better than Edge of Tomorrow. I liked Oblivion, though, too. Now that I think, remember, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Elysium as the one uh, I did. Oh, yeah, like. no, yeah, no. That, that was Matt That's Dane. not Oblivion. That was that's Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you've got Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which debuted this weekend and did really well. It was number one, 55.5 million. So it's going to be another hit. It's going to be 100 plus for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, at 55, I mean, that's not all time box office at 55 million, but it's still really good. And the guy's, what, 55 years old now? Doesn't look it, but he's hey, about well, he, 50, he looks 54, rough. 55. He looks rough. Yeah, he looks rough. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, followed by Vacation, which is a redo of the Chevy Chase Vacation, right? Uh, yeah, I saw is, it, by the way. I saw it. It's, sequel? It's, yeah, it's actually a sequel. It's not a reboot. Basically, uh, Russ, the kid from Chevy Chase's kid, is now the <laughs> father taking his kids on vacation. Oh, really? Yeah, and like, okay. so they kind of acknowledge that, you know, it's, mm -hmm. they're repeating the premise. But right. at the same time, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of different jokes and stuff. And it was, it, one thing I will say is amazing about it is, uh, you know, it, both movies were edgy for their time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, Vacation was, National Lampoon's Vacation was an edgy movie at the time it was released. Is this edgy? This is edgy, and, you know, the language is way worse. Uh, the jokes are way harsher. So and it's you a realize definite R. It definitely shows you how far we've moved. Yeah, we, and it, we have. We really have. And we have. Yeah. Well, I forgot um, about Ant-Man, too. Ant-Man was pretty, was big. pretty My good. My son wants to I mean, see that's that. Okay. It's $132 million. Yeah, it's decent. And, I, and then at number 10 on this list is still Jurassic World, which has now made <laughs> $631 million. <sighs> Six hundred thirty-one domestically, two thirds of a billion dollars domestically. That is crazy for an oh. okay movie. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>